At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. I got to let the listeners into a little bit behind the scenes. We do a double countdown because you do a countdown going onto the Zoom platform. And then I do the three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney podcast. This is a weekday edition of the, the podcast. Usually me, myself, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Porochka are weekend guys. But uh, Hank has been moving, He's been moving boxes, throwing stuff away. That's a perfect time, Tim, when you're moving. And when you moved from D.C. to uh, back to the, the great state of Minnesota, I'm sure you threw a bunch of crap away that you didn't get. God, I don't even use this stuff anymore. I'm getting rid of this stuff. Did you throw stuff away? I did, yes. I did throw away a lot of things. Um, also, actually, when I was moving from Maryland to D.C., I threw away a bunch of things. I threw away my right. big dresser. I oh. threw away my bed. Honestly, at that point, I made an attempt. I made an attempt to carry my dresser all the way from Maryland to Washington, D.C. on my bike, but it did not go very <laughs> successfully. I thought, I thought because I thought because it was mostly downhill, I just had to go go up this one little bitty, little bitty hill that the dresser would carry the momentum of the bike all the way to the apartment. If I could just get past this hill, sure enough, I couldn't even get out of the parking lot. I tried. Oh, God. And then, um, that's actually what, what I did next. It's momentum. Momentum. Yeah. I thought the momentum would carry me to the DC apartment, but then I was like, you know what? This is too risky. So I just brought the apartment over to the garbage can. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, let you in on a little bit of uh, news. This is back, back in the day. This is Hank would go through his closet. You know, he'd get a lot of clothes and it, Hank was not much into free clothes. Um, he, he liked 
cotton. He liked cashmere, natural fibers. Uh, and Hank would buy some nice clothes. And then every so often, about every season, he would come to work and he'd have this big trash bag. He'd say, Steve, here's your new clothes right here. I tell you what, and they were nice. And luckily I had, I could squeeze into some of the things that Hank had. I mean, he was, he was pretty lean back then. But uh, it was always nice to get some freebies, nice cashmere sweaters, uh, cotton slacks. His feet were a lot bigger than mine, so the shoes deal didn't work. But uh, uh, that was one of the biggest pressure points when I started working for Hank, Tim, was not did I analyze the swing correctly, but in the morning, did I pick the right outfit out? And you know what I'm talking about because he rips, he's ripped into you about the brown belt, white belt. Uh, you know, you've got the, the, the belt from high school when you used to weigh uh, 400 and then you've got the notches down because you've, uh, you had to notch it down a bunch. I did not used to weigh 400 pounds, but okay, that's okay. Did you inherit that belt from somebody? Uh, no, no, I bought it, but okay. it just, it was an old, old belt. Really it was fast. old. It was old. It okay. was an old belt. Hank also likes to rip my Cosmo Kramer hair too. Like my, I haven't gotten a haircut since the wedding night, really, and so it's been three months since I've gotten a haircut. But, um, yeah, Hank likes to rip my hair too. Okay, so remember, we're we're talking. You're in negotiations right now. We don't want to get into any of the negotiations, but you've got a your best foot forward. Uh, first impression, second impressions important. Uh, you got to look professional. You do a good job on the podcast. And we're going to talk a lot of golf today, but uh, I, I just, uh, we miss Hank. Uh, we miss his insights. He'll be back. And as soon as he unpacks that last box, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to, I, I'm not going to be getting any uh, any new clothes from him. I'm sure he's he's got other, other plans for those clothes. But uh, let's talk. It's it's uh, the, the final week. It's the final week of the PGA Tour before the, Next season starts next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't that oh, ridiculous? <laughs> well, I'm glad we ended this season. Ah, oh, dang, we end the season before football, and then we start the season right after football starts. So, and, and that's, to be honest, that's the market that these new golf leagues are trying to get into. They understand that the PGA Tour season is way too saturated, way too long, and that's why they're creating other leagues you got the premier golf league trying to come out you got the saudi arabia league trying to come out to two different leagues trying to attract pga tour players because the fall season is just so boring and nobody wants to watch it after after a long pga tour season what you don't want to hear is at the sanderson farms championship or at the first California event. And this is 500 FedEx Cup points to the winner. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, though, Tim, I mean, golf is is uh, is becoming more and more uh, an international game. And you get a lot of these players that play in the wraparound season. I'm talking about after the FedEx Cup, after the, I mean, even before the Ryder Cup. The season starts the 10th, I think, of September uh, with the Fortinet. It used to be Safeway, but Fortinet uh, Challenge or Open or whatever, it's down in Napa Valley. Uh, but it's a, it's a game where the serious golf watcher, like when I had a player on the, on the tour, uh, 
a young player that would got in these tournaments. I was really interested in these tournaments. So there's regional interest in these tournaments. Uh, nonetheless, there are some compared to football, compared to basketball, compared to baseball. There are not many eyes on golf, but the, what the sponsors always used to say, it's the eyes, the important eyes are on golf, the CEOs, the decision makers. But, uh, I like I like golf year round. I mean, I enjoy watching it year round. Uh, I enjoy seeing some of the new players. I enjoy seeing the playoffs like last week with Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Cantlay, where you've got two, one polarizing guy and another vanilla guy. But uh, that leads me to this first topic that we want to talk about. This Jay Monahan, commissioner of the PGA Tour, came out at his uh, State of the PGA Tour Union address. Uh, before the FedEx Cup on, I think it was on Tuesday is when his press conference came out. And he talked about this. What, one of the, the things that we've been talking about this, this, uh, what is it? The player impact. What is it? Program player impact performance player. It's the PIP player impact. Yeah. It's the player impact program. Okay. So it's $40 million. They announced the that PIP. some time ago, the PIP. Yeah. Some, some time ago they announced that. Hey, you know, the, the guys that bring eyeballs to the tour outside of just tour events, but the guys that are international uh, and nationally bringing more eyeballs in awareness of, of golf should be rewarded. And I, I think that's that's probably good. The players came up with it. Jay Monahan said it's a player's initiative. It's for the players. It's by the players. It's of the players. So. They announced $40 million, but now they say, we're not going to tell you who gets it. And there's probably a pretty good reason for that. What, what do you think that reason is? Well, I think it's just because I don't, I really, <laughs> what do I think the reason is? Why are they going to keep the PIP quiet? Oh, man. <laughs> I really have no idea. Okay, I don't know so where to go with the, that. Okay, the public loves, here's what the public loves. I'm going to give you a little insight here, Tim. The public loves controversy. The pu- public loves conflict. The public loves exotic, well, the public likes a lot of things. Yeah. But in terms of golf, they like the things that, that, turn, that, that turn the needle. Tiger Woods cranked the needle up with his play. Um, Bryson DeChambeau cranks the needle up with, his revolutionary, his, his pioneering of the game and him trying to change the game, the way putting, chipping, hitting, uh, changing the design of holes because he hits it so far. I think those are two good reasons to reward those guys. Hey, these guys are bringing notoriety. They're bringing some attention to golf because of golf, right? But now Tiger Woods gets in an accident, falls asleep at the wheel, takes too many Ambien. Uh, and now all of a sudden his Twitter account blows up. His Q rating goes up the, out the roof. Now, when that happened, the other players are saying, Hey, you know what? Maybe if something, if I can create some type of controversy, if I, I have a little, uh, uh, you know, a manufactured rival, maybe I could get some of those Q points and get some of that 40 million. So here's my theory. This whole Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Brooks Kepka controversy, the the arguing back and forth, the bickering, the uh, you know the two brothers punching each other in the arm type deal, is a lot of 
the ongoing angst created by that between those two and all the questions that get asked. That's one of the reasons that Brooks or that uh, Bryson DeChambeau says, I'm not talking to the media anymore. You guys don't get it right. But part of the reason that these guys, their Q rating is so high is because they've manufactured some type of of controversy, some type of conflict, some type of uh, back and forth that gets people looking and they want to they dig deeper into it. The media helps that as well. So what I'm thinking is, is this Q rating and this, this ratings uh, eyeballs on golf and rewarding these guys is getting way out of hand. Uh, Brooks Kepka saying, hey, let's, uh, let's yell out Brooksy to Bryson DeChambeau at the tournaments. And we'll get into that a little bit because that took a, a turn for the worse here. Uh, that that should have been that should have been taken care of by the the commissioner of golf, Jay Monahan. That should have been taken care of right when it happened. Apology, I said the wrong thing. Find Brooks Kepka. Find the hell out of him. I mean, the, the, he's he's taken it way too far. Saying that he was going to give a beer to anybody that would yell and Brooksy to to Bryson DeChambeau, that's inciting bad behavior. Is that what we want? Is that what we want in golf, Tim? No, it is not what we want. No. So I think uh, this whole Q rating and all that, I think I would love to know who, and why would Jim Herman, I, I, I've seen some, on Twitter some tweets. It's a about joke. Jim, it's okay, a joke. So, oh, okay, yeah. so Jim, he didn't do anything. He didn't, uh, you know, he didn't put, you know, he didn't, uh, take a leak behind a, a tree and during a tournament and get caught or anything like that. Or, no, no. Okay. All right. Um, keeping you up. I'm sorry. No, that's, <laughs> that's okay. Um, Monahan, I'm reading an article right now while you're speaking and Monahan did speak to Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka about their ongoing feud and what that's going to mean going forward. So let's get into that next. Let's dive into the new PGA Tour ruling amongst the fans next as well. But first, go to VoodooPainRelief.com for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. This is a patented formula. This product will take care of your aches and pains. This product will help you feel better. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com for a free two-week supply. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Kenny Podcast. It's the weekday edition. Hank's moving. We're moving in. Tim and I are moving in on the weekday, which uh, we, we re- really appreciate the opportunity, right, Tim? Absolutely. You mentioned during the break that you have your top six in the PIPQ rating, and I would love to guess your top six. Okay, this is a great predictor's top six. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm not sure how many prizes they're going to give out, but $40 million, that's a lot. Top 10. Of, ooh, is top it top 10? 10? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay. I want to guess your top six. Okay. Though, All right. That was All right. What you have. Okay. Um, in no particular order. Okay. Okay. Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Check. Check. Phil Mickelson. Check. Tiger Woods. Check. Huh, now it gets tricky. <laughs> Come on. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't? It tricky. No, 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 no. Well, John okay, Rahm. so I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you a hint. No, no, no one cares about John Rahm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so you got to think American. You got to think American because that's where most of the uh, that's where most of the eyeballs are coming uh, from. Jordan Spieth. Boom. Check. And I've got one more in my top six. Now, just think about it, Tim. When you watch a golf tournament, when it goes to commercial, you'll see more of this guy in the commercials <laughs> than you see on the golf tournament. He's <laughs> not a he's not an American though. What are you talking about? Justin Rose? <laughs> Where'd you get that? He's on every commercial. No, no. Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Okay, wake yeah. up a little bit. Wake up. Golly. Justin Rose is on every single no. commercial during the breaks. No. no. Morgan Stanley and MasterCard. <laughs> okay, State Farm. You got Rocket Mortgage. You got all these. Ricky, Ricky is the uh the only thing he's not on is Geico, and he'll be there pretty soon. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how. I'm not sure exactly how they, they break this down. I think it's a. It, it was a. A false alarm. You know, they say, "Hey, we're going to do this," and Bob, sorry, can't tell you who. Can't tell you. <laughs> Don't even tell us then. Don't tell us. We'll it guess it. Premature. You know, you've done that before. The premature announcement. I have. Yeah. Premature. Uh, and, uh, 
What do you mean? When I have, uh, when have I made the premature announcement? Well, that you were leaving. You were leaving the podcast. That was a premature oh, yeah, announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, premature. That's You're true. still here, buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you, what was your topic? You were going. You had a topic that you were going to. You said you were going to. You were going to talk about something. We left, and then yeah. I, I railroaded us on the my great predictors top six. Yeah, we were going to talk about the Brooksy. Oh, and Bryson okay, okay, deal. Okay, okay. so. A new PGA Tour rule is that the PGA Tour is going to potentially kick out fans that yell Brooksy at Bryson. Now, it's not derogatory. It's not, I don't know what it is. It's, I guess it's an inside shot, but it's not like they're cussing at the guy. They're not, they're not yelling derogatory things at the guy. They are literally saying Brooks kept his nickname. And now Brooks Kepka's nickname, Brooksy, has become an issue on the PGA Tour. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I can. You understand agree that. with this decision by Jay Monahan? No, I don't agree. Tour? I don't necessarily agree with the decision, but the decision is okay. Hey, you know what? We want to be respectful of these guys. Uh, guys are yelling, clicking cameras uh, throughout the years. Throughout the years of golf, many people have been called the wrong name. Now this this is uh, there's an edge to it because they're trying to get under Brooks or uh, Bryson DeChambeau's skin. That's that's the purpose of it. It's not playful. It's not a mistake. It's hey, let's let's see if we can get a reaction from from Bryson. But over the years, I mean, Lee Westwood tweeted out. He said he's he's been called a number of names um, that were not correct. He was called lumpy back when he was he had the big day. He had the uh, he was pretty heavy. And then he, uh, I mean, because he's from England, I mean, he's got the British accent. He's been called Ian Woosnam. He's been called all these names. Uh, James Hahn came up with a good tweet and he said, Hey, if anyone calls me Sang Moon Bay, if anyone calls me Siwoo Kim, if anyone calls me Sung Hoon Kang, I'm going to get him thrown out because that's not my name. Yeah. You know, it, it's, but he was being facetious he was being you know uh, on the ridiculous but we got to get back we got to get down to the core issue here tim is a core issue that guys are yelling names out uh disrespectfully what how how would you fix the problem if you're a commissioner jay monahan how would you fix the problem of fans getting obnoxious fans uh unruly fans uh, disobedient fans, how would you fix the problem? I wouldn't fix the problem. I think it's just a part of sports. I understand that golf plays by different rules. Golf is this quote-unquote gentleman's game. Golf is all about being respectful. But when you get down to the root of it, is golf always respectful? Golf is a professional sport with fans. You look at the Ryder Cup and I've always I've said for years that if the golf, if the PGA Tour could replicate the Ryder Cup more often than not, then the PGA Tour would be a spot that fans would want to attend. Stuart Sink says this. It's more about just getting the laugh out of your buddies and it comes at the expense to a certain extent of the player that's directed to, but big boys out here. We got to be big boys you want to play in this game and that's just the way it is. And that is just the way it is. James Hahn 
responds to him and says, Disagree with Stewart here. It's about respect. We are all big boys on tour, but the tour needs to protect their players. Name any other sport where spectators can walk within 10 feet of a player and possibly affect the outcome of a match. So there's two different sides coming at it here. The Stewart sink in favor of the fans and James Hahn in favor of protecting the players. But if the PGA Tour continues to protect the players the way it has over these last few years, then they're going to expect to be babysat every single time there's a little itty-bitty issue going on on the PGA Tour. Stuart Sink has it right. They need to be big boys out there on the PGA Tour. They are professional athletes. If you don't want fans saying anything to you at all, go to the Corn Ferry Tour. Play on the Web.com Tour. Play in a local qualifier. If you don't want the... The, the chance that fans are going to say something like Brooksy to your face, don't play on the PGA Tour. You got the NBA. Player, fans are yelling to the players all the time inside in an arena, thousands of them. NFL, same thing. Hockey, same thing. Golf needs to put their big boy pants on and quit being a bunch of wusses and go out there and play golf. Okay, I, I, I hear you. I mean, of the... Thousands and thousands of times fans will heckle a basketball player. Now, now, some of these fans are pretty close to the court as well. The, the guiding, the, the, where you draw the line is no fan will come onto the court. I mean, a, a fan, if a fan comes on the court, that fan is going to get, I mean, he c- could get battered, uh, definitely going to get thrown in jail. Uh, fans cannot come on the court that in golf, it's really tough to determine once you get outside the ropes, where is the court? Um, you know, I, I just, of the thousands of times that fans are yelling at, at the NBA games, only a few times will you see, and it's big news too. When a fan, when a player goes up into the stands, the fair, the player gets in trouble, the player gets fined. Uh, the player may have some uh, charges brought against him. But for the most part, the players in those sports where the fans are close in close proximity of the game of play, they, they, they do not react to anything. And that you can see that with Tiger Woods. When he was playing, people would yell stuff out all the time, and he wouldn't react to it. That's the professionalism. Hey, they're outside the, they're outside the ropes. If you get somebody... Uh, if a fan gets a player to react, that's, that's exactly what they want. Yeah. That's exactly what they want. So the players have to – and here's my – you know, I, I'm kind of getting down to the core issue here. The core issue is on Thursday morning, there wasn't a lot of heckling. On Saturday afternoon, more. By the time you get to your fifth playoff hole on Sunday afternoon, You've got so much alcohol in these fans. I mean, they're they're just they're getting obnoxious. They're getting, uh, you know, belligerent. I mean, they got to cut off the alcohol. I think. Mm. I, that's what I, I, I. You know, just like in football game. I mean, it's 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 a it's a. I guess it's a it's an evil that they they allow because it's a huge revenue maker. Yeah, it is. It's entertainment. I mean, they're they're not gonna. They're not going to quit serving beer at football games. Jerry Jones is not going to quit doing that. Uh, they're not going to quit serving alcohol at PGA Tour events. But 
They need more security out there. They've got volunteers that people don't pay attention to. That's one of the things that the USGA does do well in, in big events here, Tim, is that around the clubhouse, around the players, it's not, it's not volunteers that are serving as security. Some old fart that uh, gets a free shirt and says, oh, hey, I'm a security guy. I'm, I'm supposed to be in charge of uh, uh, protecting Bryce and DeChambeau. They don't do that. They hire cops, off-duty police officers. They're there. They've got their uniforms on. They've got their guns on. Uh, people aren't going to mess with. They're not going to mess, mess with the police. And uh, they know that they could get thrown in jail. So, hmm. I, mean, I think you got to... The PGA Tour needs to uh, needs to up the security. I think. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Um, it's very difficult. I mean, fans honestly need to be policing other fans if that's what they want to do. If they want to be kicking out fans for yelling and Brooksy, the only way to do it is for fans to be picking apart other fans and telling them who did it. Because is there any way in a crowd of thousands, a huge gallery, where you're going to pick out a particular person that yelled Brooksy? I mean, you know how it goes. It's always, no, I didn't. I didn't say it. It wasn't me. It wasn't, and they go back and forth. That's why most people, most fans, when they get around that stuff, they'll just leave. They'll, they'll, they'll distance themselves from it. They don't want to get involved in that. They're there to enjoy the event. Um. I blame Justin Thomas a little bit. Remember back at uh, the Honda Classic when a fan said something that says, you're going home. You're going home. Yeah. I mean, just let it go. Let it go. Stay outside the ropes. Don't react to it. It'll go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All good points. All right. Well, let's take our second break. That was a great conversation on Brooksy. Everyone go to HaneyUniversity.com to get better at golf today. Hank's about to announce that he's coming back from teaching. Hopefully he's back teaching in the fall. I think that's the plan in October, November, sometime like that. Um, but you also can get better at golf by going to HaneyUniversity.com and purchasing an impact snap, a putting mat, or a push cart, which is a really good deal. HaneyUniversity.com, when we come back, do you want to talk about the FedEx Cup playoffs, Steve, and how interested you are in those, or do you have another topic in mind? I like a little bit of the FedEx. I, I like that. I, I want to see. I want to see some good, uh, some good play. I want to see something exciting at the end. Uh, I like the way the format is. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about it when we get back. Okay. All right. We'll be right back on the Hankini Podcast. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bed Three Six Five, twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. 
and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Saturday Strong weekday edition of Hank Haney Podcast. Steve Johnson here, the great predictor. Haven't predicted much lately. Uh, we'll be predicting the winner of the Tour Championship. And, I, you know, Tim, I love the format because the guy that – it was so goofy before. You'd have a guy that won the Tour Championship, and he didn't necessarily win in FedEx Cup. I like the way that they've consolidated this award. So if you do win the Tour Championship – the way they've got it structured is you win the, the FedEx Cup as well, which is a, a double a double whammy in the same whammy. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you mean. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, so um, I do like the format. Because it's simple? Because it's clear? Is that why? Well, I can remember back in the day when uh, Tiger Woods won the Tour Championship, but Vijay Singh won the FedEx Cup. And so they're standing there next to each other. They're looking goofy. Uh, they got the, you know, one guy's got one trophy, another guy's got the trophy in the, in the, uh, you're, you're losing your focus here, Tim. You're losing your focus. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Haley, leave him alone. So we're talking FedEx Cup right now, but yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see, you know, I, I'd love to see good golf like we all like to see. Um, last week was, was a great example. Um, no telling. You've only got 30 players here, Tim. You've got 30 players. You've got some guys with tremendous handicaps. Uh, some guys are giving up seven, eight, nine, ten shots to the guys that are leading. Uh, I don't think they have any chance to win. I'm, I'm looking at the top 15. The top 15 going into this tournament, I think, have a good chance to win both the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship. That uh, Dustin Johnson's 15. Then you got the, the Usti, Oosthuizen, Victor Hovland, Sung J.M., Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, one of your favorites, uh, Jay Spieth, Abraham Answer, Harris English, Justin Thomas, Cameron Smith, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Tony Finau, 
Patrick Cantlay are my contenders for this event. A lot of these other guys are just going to see how fast they can finish the, their 72-hole event and get their $395,000. That's good payday, don't you think? That is a very nice payday. Who do you think has the best chance of coming from the back of the pack to the front of it? Coming from the back to the front? Gosh, you know, a, a couple of years ago, I would have said Dustin Johnson just because he was dominant in, in a lot of different areas, but he's he's been struggling. Uh, a guy that let's look at the characteristics of somebody that could come from the high, behind. You've got a guy that is going to make a lot of birdies. You got a guy that is a streaky, streaky good putter. Um, everyone hits it well, but putting together your good putting round with a good ball striking tournament is is key. Um, let's see who's trending. Who's trending? I mean, you got. Uh, I mean, Bryson DeChambeau has some 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 baggage that he's dealing with. I mean, you know, he just he's. He's not only is he pioneering in the game, but he's pioneering in, uh, you know, fan appreciation. He's pioneering in uh, non non talk to the media. I mean, he's got a lot going on here. I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to be the guy. So another question at the in the FedEx Cup in the final tournament, the player that starts at ten under par, Patrick Cantley, this week. How much pressure do you think he feels entering the PGA Tour event? Is it more than a typical PGA Tour event? Because now there's this pressure that you're starting with a two-shot lead. Or do, or do you think that will not affect them at all? Well, I mean, because he's leading the tournament, he's going to be in the press room a bunch. And they're going to ask him, hey, you were 10 up, and now you're only 8 up. Uh, now you're only 6 up. Well, he's only 2 up to start the tournament. Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a huge issue then. I don't know if it's going to be. I think it's just going to be like a regular for Patrick Cantlay. It's just going to be a regular tournament. He's going to do his best. He's going to come up with his game plan. Um, I haven't really gotten gotten to see uh, East Lake much, but we'll. Uh, I think we've got a. I, I, I'm feeling a surprise. I'm feeling a surprise in this tournament. What? What's your surprise in this tournament? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I, there's some. There's a surprise coming. Um, we haven't heard from D- Justin Thomas in a while. We haven't heard from Jordan Spieth in a few weeks. Um, floodgates for Tony Finau. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, no. Maybe. Floodgates. Haven't heard Finau. from Xander Shoffley. I think he's just too far back to, to, to do anything. You know what? I'm thinking that. The surprise is Billy going to come. Ho? Billy Ho? No, no, not Billy Ho. He's going to be looking good. I hope they have enough mirrors out there for him so he can see just how good he's looking. But he's, I'm sure he'll be looking good. Here's what I'm predicting, Tim. There's going to be some major, <laughs> I think multiple fans are going to get kicked out. Wow. I think there's going to be some, some uproar about this Q rating stuff. I think... Unfortunately, I think that the golf is going to play second fiddle to stuff that's happening outside the event. And that's exactly what Jay Monahan didn't want to have happen. But uh, sometimes it's out of your control, especially when he's, he's making declarations on the last week of the, the, the event, the last week of the season. Why wouldn't you wait until the season's over? 
let the season let the season finale take the forefront, not your announcements that hey, you know, we're uh, fans can't yell stuff anymore and they can't yell uh, Minnesota Tim anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's just the timing of his announcement is is a typical Jay Monahan. Well, Bryson and Kepka, he said he spoke with the two of them, and in the Ryder Cup, there's not going to be any issue. They they pledge to be good friends and be good teammates and not to create or stir up any controversy there. So I guess that's a good thing. Well, that's another thing that I was ahead of the curve on. Uh, you know, typically the Ryder Cup captain is trying to pick a team of camaraderie. They're trying to pick guys that are good in the locker room, that are good in ping pong tables, that are good uh, at the events because they do have a lot of events. These guys hate each other. You've got, I, I saw a tweet the other day, and I, I wish I could give credit to the guy that, that tweeted it, but he said, how's this team? Bryson hates Brooks. Brooks hates Bryson. Uh, who else? It was, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, there was, another, there was like four or five different guys that hated each other <laughs> that are on that team. And then at the end was, Patrick Reed hates everybody, and everybody hates Patrick Reed. <laughs> there you go. Well, being lovey-dovey doesn't solve anything either. No, that's true. But, I mean, this is an exhibition of, of golf. It's supposed to be a celebration of golf. It is competition. But, I mean, I don't know if, if Steve Stricker is – I think he just needs to pick the best players. Let whoever qualifies uh, according to the rankings just pick them and go with that team. And uh, just say, hey, guys, you know what? We're not having any team meals this year. We're going to have everyone is room service in the room. We're, we're, we're going to isolate everybody. Would you show up at your tea time? And you can order to, to eat in your room, but we're not having anybody to come in and, uh, and talk about anything. I mean, typically they have inspirational speakers come in. I've, Lou Holtz has come in. Tiger Woods has, I mean, excuse me. Uh, Michael Jordan has come into the locker room, to the player room, and give them in- inspirational speeches. Who would you want as an inspirational speech? That's a great question. Who would I want? John Gordon. <laughs> Who's that? He's a influential, positive speaker. That's what he does. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you've never heard of John Gordon? No, never heard of him. Dennis Rodman. Okay. Okay, that would be a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one. I don't know who I'd want. I'd want somebody that... Uh, we should create this list for next week. Okay. Top five influential speakers that you want. Okay. I, I've, I've got a couple in mind. We'll, 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 we'll think about that. We'll I want some this, suggestions. Yeah. At Great Predictor 1, give me some suggestions on who would you want as an inspirational speaker in your Ryder Cup team to, uh, to get you ready for the competition. Yeah, actually, we'll talk about it Friday because we'll be back again Friday morning. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So, everyone, thanks for listening to this edition of the Hank Kenny Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition on a Wednesday. Follow The Great Predictor on Twitter at Great Predictor one Send him your list of your top five influential speakers. Have fun with it. Have <laughs> Steve, why are you making weird faces? What? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Pull Come it together. on, let's end, let's end Pull it together and strong here. Follow okay. me on Twitter at Tim Parashka. Hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flag stick in. Enjoy the next few days until we're back on Friday.
The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.